Hello and welcome to the UK First and Ten Fuck the Patriots broadcast, podcast even. Um, the uh, Dallas Cowboys podcast was a fun thing that we did for a little while, but now we're just basically going to fuck the Patriots. Um, no, hello, welcome welcome to the Cowboys podcast. Um, as you can probably tell, we played the goddamn Patriots last night. And if you've ever listened to this podcast before, you'll know that the one team we all hate as much as, as it, if not more than the Eagles, is the goddamn Patriots. Um, it was a fucking... Uh, there's so much talk through. There will be a lot of anger. I will give a quick warning now. Um, if you're easily offended by bad language or uh, slightly offensive views, it's probably best not to keep listening to the rest of this podcast <laughs> because we are going to be going hell for level on this one. Um if you're a Patriot, if you're Jason Garrett, or if you're Tyron Smith, I'd probably turn off as well. Right, Robert, let's start with you, you beautiful American man. There we go. There we well, go. we're not going to start out with the how about them Cowboys, because, it, well, we got fucked multiple ways. Left ways, sideways, up, down, however you want to fuck somebody. That's what happened to us. First off, uh, we, we didn't show up. Uh, Jason Garrett, well... I don't even know how he has a job. I thought for sure you turn on ESPN this morning, NFL Network, and it would have Jason Garrett sitting there with uh, just his bag or a box actually cleaning out his office. And I really thought uh, after Jerry Jerry Jones's comments last night that it was a, a done deal. And literally when I woke up, I was shocked he had a job. I uh, cannot question his play calling enough uh, about the – fourth and 11 on the seven yard line or somewhere in that area field goal kick when we were down by seven to make that we'd still be down by four when we should have tried to get the touchdown and at least tied the game so that was probably the biggest fucking idiotic move i've ever seen garrett make this year uh i'm not sure if you guys saw it at the beginning of the game but when it was zero zero and uh dak came off the field after that first set of downs, uh, Garrett went out for a high five, and uh, Dak just ran right by him again. And uh, it was it was a kind of all over Twitter and that type of thing. Uh, you know, let's talk about the bullshit uh, special teams. Well, it's obviously Jerry Jones already said it. The special teams didn't fucking do their job. The coach didn't do their job. I mean, you can use the weather as an excuse, but yeah, you can only use that so much. And to have a punt block, like, what the fuck? Uh, then there, remember the second point, one of the other punts, it was bobbled. It's like, really? What's going on? This is, this is just absurd. Um, you know, I thought we were actually going to go down and score a touchdown. And, you know, there's more missed field goals in this game by both teams than I think in the whole season. Um, uh, the only positive thing that came out of this the only positive thing that came out of this game was, uh, well, our players didn't get injured. And uh, I think our defense stepped up at times when it needed to, especially in the fact that we gave the Patriots, like, you know, the, the best field position known and coughed up a fumble. I mean, yeah, when you're when you give the Patriots the ball inside the 30, you're you're asking for a touchdown. So afterwards, the defense did what it needed to do. You know, it didn't allow them to score touchdowns. When we needed a big sack, they came up and made it. And uh, yeah, I think they, they turned it up. Zeke actually came like he wanted to play. And yeah. I'm still questioning Jason Garrett's calls of 
throwing the ball more than running the ball when Zeke was averaging 4.4 yards per carry. Again, as well. Yeah, you played well. Um, I don't know. I think it came down to not being ready for the special teams, the piss poor play calling by Jason Garrett. And uh, I want to really focus on Randall Cobb's sideline cut, sideline catch that he almost got the ball knocked out of his hands and maintained control of it and didn't lose it. That was incredible. That that was incredible. But it, but it also showed what the Patriots had taught better than than our guys. Instead of just tackle, that punch, that's why they're getting the turnovers, because our guys aren't doing that. Our guys are just tackling them. That's doled down to coaching. I'm giving that one to to, to the Patriots. I, I, think, I think well done to Cobb for keeping hold of it, but why go in for yeah. a tackle? Why not go for that punch when he's not expecting it because he's running full pelt? Should be taught to more. Exactly. And then Amari Cooper, we threw the ball to him, I think, what, one time? He's our, he's our number one receiver, and maybe it was twice, but hell of an effort. on And he tried to make that catch. Hell of an effort. I have a theory mm-hmm. about Amari Cooper. I don't think Amari Cooper was healthy. I think, yeah. I okay. think, I think, and this is the only decent coaching point I want to make about who made this decision this is my theory, I don't think that Amari Cooper was healthy and I think instead of scratch him, what they said was if Amari Cooper's on that field, Gilmore is going on to Amari Cooper and therefore let's just run him, because he looked half-arsed he wasn't wasn't doing the routes properly, more often than not it was a half-arsed attempt the ball wasn't going to him and I think he was just keeping Gilmore busy and if that was the case, then then I'll, I'll tip my hat to you on that one. Um, chances are it's not. Chances are it was just shit. But I think I, I, <laughs> I, I think there was something wrong there. I think he played injured. And I would love it if someone up there said, let's put him on the field. Let's out Belichick, Belichick. Let's tie up Gilmore with a player that we don't even intend to use. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> I do think you're right on that front. Because uh, I think he, I think he had, did he have, was he targeted? Three times, I think. Maybe it was. Maybe it, it was three it times. Was, I know it was. Yeah, it was very few times. He was targeted <clears throat> in the interception. Uh, it was targeted at the end, and he did get a catch. Um, it was like a thirty-five-yard catch, but which was brought back because yeah. of, um, of Tyron Smith. Yeah. And and the referees. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Right. Right. Well, that's a little bit uh, of view. So let's stop focusing on actual points then. Um, let's start with Tyron Smith. Um, he had three costly penalties. The third one in particular, which if that hadn't happened, I genuinely think we won for a touchdown then. Um, and don't get me wrong, I don't I don't want to get rid of Tyron Smith. He's a great player. Um, but of, of all the players to have a bad day in a big game like this, you wouldn't normally expect it of him. Um, and it was it was just a proper proper punch in the chest. Uh, anyone got anything to say about this? I think um, it, al- it always seemed to be Tyrone Smith. There was two. There was two plays. There was a, a, a Randall Cobb play, um, and the th- in our third drive, in our second drive, uh, that got called back for a holding penalty. That that ended up putting us on a. I think it was sort of a, a ridiculously long um, 
long shot and we failed. So it was a false start. So it started off on the second drive. There was a false start. We were three and five. Ended up three and ten. We couldn't. We didn't. Uh, we didn't get that first down. Missed a field goal. On the third drive, Tyrone Smith again tripping. We were two second and thirteen. We ended up second and twenty-three. That's when there was a block punt. We didn't. We didn't convert for another first down. And then in the ninth drive, there was another Tyrone Smith offensive holding. And um, that moved to th third and three to third and 13. And again, we didn't convert. So all three Tyrone Smiths stopped the drive completely. Yeah. yeah the other one, that was the Travis Frederick, who never gets penalized for tripping. That was... Rob, no one gets tri penalized for fucking tripping. Call. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. There's tripping. The, in this, in the entire 2019 season, there has been four calls for tripping, in total, and then two yeah. of two of them happened. Well, three of them happened last night because two happened in our game and one happened in another game. But yeah. for two tripping penalties to be in one game, and when you look at it, neither of those is tripping. No. And against the same team as well. And against the same team. And again, completely stopping the drive that we had. Um, the, thing is, the early one. Oh, that, that one at the end was the one at the end was a big one. That was yeah, that was a big the one. one at the end. And the thing is, right? Not only was it not tripping, but obviously tripping calls can't be challenged. Um, so there's nothing we can do about it. And it, it literally, and I know everybody gets paranoid and people get, oh, you're blaming everything on the Patriots and stuff. But only against the Patriots. The last minute, when there's less than seven points on the board, will the refs bring up a random bloody call like that? It was an absolute piss take. I don't think I was that angry and yelling that that much. I genuinely think my neighbours almost called the police because they thought there was some <laughs> domestic abuse going on. <laughs> sounds like right. Ben's got this new girlfriend called Brady. <laughs> <laughs> well, he keeps saying he's going to make her his bitch. <laughs> and I had, well, put, put it this way: I had three friends around. Right now, one of them is you was an was an NFL fan like twenty years ago. He's a bit older than me, 20, 30 years ago. And he's just started getting into it again. And he's a Bears fan, so he comes around and watches Cowboys games with me just because he's trying to get back into the sport, right? And then the other two of my two friends have just started getting into NFL, and they've said they cheer on the Cowboys because they, you know, they come out and watch it. We were all having beers and having a chat. At the end of that game, I was so angry, and I was losing my shit that much, that they all went, oh, Ben, it's been lovely. Thanks for having us. We'll see you later. <laughs> and off they and I don't know, I'm sorry for being so angry. I'm just absolutely furious. They're like, no, no, we get it. See ya, mate. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> and off I went. And I basically just stomped around, just muttering to myself for about an hour, just necking cans of beer and being very, very bitter, whilst all of my Patriot friends were sending me abuse on Facebook, messaging me left, right, and centre. The bastard. Oh, Lord, oh. Bastard. Speaking of which... I, I, I just happened to be flicking through Facebook and I ended up on the NFL 
NFL page. Can't remember which one. NFL UK supporters or something like that. And then uh, some guy had posted a picture of um, of the New England Patriots. Uh, it was some some cunning artwork of the defensive line, like dressed as ghosts and looking scary. And he put Dak seeing ghosts. And I, I just happened to correct him, say I could hardly see he's, he's seeing ghosts. And then I just got this tirade of abuse of, of how, <laughs> how the cowboy... And all I'm saying is, do you know, how can Dyke be seeing ghosts when there was zero sacks for zero loss of yardage against Dyke last night? There was. There was. That's a very good point. And he Dyke. also had more yards. More yard, I think our offense had way more yards than the Patriots. Yeah, ex- yeah, we did. We we finished on 321 yards. They had 282. Uh, we passed for 212. They only passed for 181. But it, it was to me, it was just like, oh, you are such a Patriots fan that one, you've come up with this this saying of seeing ghosts that you don't really understand what it means, but you use it to have a go at other teams that aren't quite winning. We were 10 and six at this time. It wasn't exactly like you were you were shitting down our throats, and what? and it was oh yeah, Padam Rice. His name was wasn't really. I'm covering his modesty, but Padam Rice. Um, <laughs> 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 and oh god, and then and, I think Padme from Star Wars, obviously, because we. We're not. We're not mentioning Pad, any of Pad, Padme. Yeah, Padme. Uh, Apa Rice. <laughs> and and he, he, he was such a Patriots fan, and this is the reason Patriots fans out there in the world, we don't care that you win all the time. We care that you are dicks when you win all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And this guy he even he even put. Oh well. All right then. <laughs> Not seeing ghosts, but Dak's just doing shit because of because of the the superior defense. And I'm like, if you look at the yardage, if you look at the score, Brady's doing shit because of our superior defense too. And it was just mm-hmm. oh, like this. And then the, the, the thing with this game is, and we always knew it was going to be a tight game. I know I said last week we were going to win by 28 points, but I was clearly taking the piss, right? But we knew it was going to be a tight game, and we knew the Pats were probably going to win, but we had a chance. This is what's pissing me off. You get rid, not even the first two. I'll take the first two Smith penalties, but you get rid of that last Smith penalty and you get rid of that bullshit tripping call the last minute and we have won that by one, if not two touchdowns. Yeah, if, exactly. If, if Garrett had gone, that, for, there was, there was two, two, maybe three points as well. Uh, when we were up on the, we were on the 11 yard line, we had to get to the, to the, like the fourth. The yeah, and we had three. to kick. We decided to kick a field goal because yeah. no, that's the that's the Jason Garrett way of doing yeah, things. He wanted to clap his hands about something, yeah. and something else was fucking working his but, way. But the thing is, if you look at the third down attempt, um, Dak uh, threw it to Jarwin, who was clearly out of the end zone anyway. Um, but Dak, if you looked in front of him, he had he had a long way to go. He had a one guy in front of him who was built like a truck, but he could probably get past. And even if he did, he was gonna get. He was. He was gonna be close to a first down, or if not, he was gonna make it like fourth and three. And Zeke very rarely didn't get three yards last night. And so that was the first error. And then the second error was not even attempting it on the fourth and seven. Yeah. I think. I think. Yeah. This, 
Jerry Jones says it best. Um, he was quoted last night in saying, it's frustrating to be reminded that some of the fum- fundamentals of football and coaching were what beat us out there today. Yeah. Not the players. Mm-hmm. Not the players. Yeah. De- Des Bryant tweeted this. He said, it's clear to see that Dallas Cowboys have the better players. The Patriots have mm. the better coach. And nothing showed this more than the special mm. teams. Let's ignore the block punt, right? Let's ignore that. Well done to yeah. you. You got a block punt. You got the you got the yard. You got you got the block punt on our twelve yard line. Well done to you, because if you weren't if it wasn't on the twelve yard line, they was sure as hell weren't getting anywhere near to scoring. And the other punts whenever we were receiving a punt they were either dropping it directly onto Pollard and it was pissing it down with rain and it was always a 50-50 whether he was going to catch it and predominantly he didn't. Not blaming Pollard. It was a very wet ball. It was a very windy day. But then on the field goal, and on the field goals, on the kickoffs, they, <clears throat> they were kicking the kickoffs in between. They were kicking them short to, to the blockers for Pollard. And they were like, oh, what do we do? Do we catch it? Do we let it go? And then all of a sudden, no one knows what they're doing. The ball's slippy and it's it's everywhere. And we just kept kicking it into the end zone and letting them having a, a, a drop back and start on the 20. Yeah. And it's like, if they're doing it to us, let's do it to them. Let's make them actually have to kick catch this ball. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well said. That's a very good point. Um, the other thing I... Uh, it's just it's just hard for me to um, get excited about the game against the Bills. So, see, <laughs> <sighs> well, as as much as there, there was a few things wrong, and coaching was definitely you know, part of it. We we didn't, apart from the f- couple of things you mentioned, we didn't play badly. I think we were playing the number one defense, and we played well. And um, Zeke, Zeke was eating. Dak was throwing. The only reason we, we, we weren't catching as much the balls we were throwing, and the main reason is, and it is, it's the weather, and it's not just for us, it's for the Patriots. Edelman dropped a couple of sitters. Do you know what I mean? The weather as general made that ball very slippy, and players, the receiving game on both sides was struggling because of it. And, it, was, and, yeah. it, was, it was the extra defender out there, was that weather. I'm saying both, yeah. te- both teams secondary did an amazing job. I think no, the extra the extra defender out there for the fucking Patriots are the goddamn refs. I knew that would come. <laughs> okay, well, okay, well, let's be honest. The Patriots had two extra defenders, but so but the thing but, is, but. I, I want to say Jordan Lewis did do a good job of of, of uh, looking after Edelman. So when Edelman yeah. was was there in the slot, which is his, his spot, Jordan Lewis was good. It was when he was out of it, and Chidobia Wuzi was yeah. was there. It was a struggle. Yeah. Um, Byron yeah. Jones did a very good job. The touchdown, yeah. the touchdown. Byron Jones did an amazing job because when Inkill Harry caught that, Byron Jones pushed him out, and it was only by sheer fluke that his foot landed in the end zone rather than yes his elbow. That yeah. was a sheer fluke, and it yeah. was Byron Jones had the had the wherewithal to to push him out, and it, like I said, it was just unlucky. That was good coverage. Awuzie was all right. He was it wasn't too bad. And the same on the other side. 
it was the only one interception was Dak needed that glove in the second half. You could see the passing game was so much better in the second half yeah. when he put that glove on. Yes, yes, that glove was huge. That intercept, um, the interception there. There was two points to that interception. I think Troy Aikman said it best. Where usually when a quarterback takes the snap, and I think <clears throat> I think he was in shotgun or a pistol when the quarterback takes the snap he's looking out and he automatically catches it and he's still looking out of the field but the snap was high he had to look up he had to take his eyes yep. off the field look up to secure the ball and then he didn't have long because there was pressure and he saw what he thought he saw and threw it if you've ever pulled out of a junction and seen a motorbike approaching and then you look away and then look back that motorbike's on top of you and you think you've got loads of time that's pretty much what yep. happened there I think he looked. He saw Amari Cooper was was in the flat, and then he had yeah. to take his eyes off off him to get the ball, and he kind of threw it, and it slipped out of his hands a little bit. And I think I'm not giving. I'm not going to blame Dak for that interception. It was maybe no. a bit, maybe a bit rushed, but yeah, there was there was some bad hands as well. I want to want to say Jason Witten was was terrible for catching balls. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, that was a shocker. But that, but that, whilst he wasn't great, that touchdown, well, it wasn't a touchdown, obviously, but when he caught the ball in the red zone, uh, well, was going to catch the ball, and it was the um, Patriot defender, I can't remember which one, just got his fingers to it, and it just missed oh, Witt. But if he, if he hadn't got that finger to him, that ball was actually a peach of a ball, and it was going straight into Witten's chest. Yeah. Witten was in the right place. Dak had actually thrown a beautiful ball, that was purely Patriots defender managing to get a finger on it. If he had not got that finger on it, that was a touchdown every day. Yeah. Um, and that was annoying because that was the one time Witten was in the right place at the right time in the right position to catch a ball after fucking up for most of the game. And then a, a Pats defender, fair play to the guy, credit where credit's due, tipped it perfectly and it just went wide. Um, but that's annoying because I was like, I see now, I was like, oh, Witten's going to save. Oh, fuck. Fuck's sake. Um, I'll be honest, uh, for fuck's sake, was said approximately 250 times in the game last night, I think. It was. It was. I, I'm going to say this. Everyone's going to hate me for this in Cowboy Land, but that was a good game. I'm sorry, but it was. It was, yeah, no, it was. It was a good game. It was a, it, it was, it was a windsock game. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing I want to say is we, we've been put in this situation <clears throat> against the Packers. The Vikings, the Saints, and now the Patriots. All these games that we could win, we haven't. We have not won them. It was almost the same way <clears throat> how the end of the Vikings game ended. Just like it ended with the Patriots game. Almost exactly the same. So, yeah. at, at this moment, <laughs> the Cowboys haven't haven't beaten a winning team. Um, yeah. Every team that we've beaten has been has been a losing team. But I'm fairly certain, other than the Bills, that's exactly the same for the Pats. And I'm fairly yes, and the I'm, Pats beat us, though. The Pats did beat us. And I'm fairly... Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And I'm fairly certain, again, that was same uh, same for the 49ers. They've only beaten two winning teams as well. And these guys are 10-1. and one. We, yeah. we haven't beat any winning team, though. And that's where coaching comes down. Well, I think yeah. the Eagle, Eagles were a winning team when we beat them. Yeah, I think so. We I broke, think they were. We broke them. We broke the hearts. <clears throat> yeah. But also, yeah, 
also, oh, hang on, my brain's just completely gone. What the fuck was I going to say? <laughs> I just literally forgot what I was going to say. What, what, you're uh, probably thinking, you're probably thinking about it. That was it. That was it. Um, apart from the Packers game, they've not been bad losses. They've only been a few, two, three points no, every no. game. That's and that is, that's where the coaching comes down to it. Um, and and I know we were talking about Garrett the other day, but maybe this is where it's coming down to it. If, if, if Garrett fucked off now and we got someone in, are we going to be getting those seven points to beat to win? So a couple of weeks ago, I said they're never going to get rid of Garrett in the middle of the season when we're the top of the division. Yeah. And from what Jerry said, from his quotes, and and he did actually finish his conversation, Jerry Jones, with with the makeup of this team, I shouldn't be this frustrated. Yeah. And, and I think now looking at it, why wouldn't you get rid of Garrett? Because you've got Chris Richard to come in. Promote him. Promote him within, at least for the interim. Exactly. You've got yeah. him you've got him to come in. And what what's different? Chris Richard's calling the defense with Rob Marinelli. And Kellen Moore's yep. calling the offense. The only thing you've got different is the whole hand you know, clapping, ha- the hand clapping, and how it all works out in the as a, as a how it all gels together. And that, to be honest, you need a new mentality in that in that um, room. You need in yep. the locker room. You need something to come in because <laughs> yep. I'm. I'll guarantee you now that the Dallas Cowboys are probably the lowest morale winning team at the top of their division. And they've probably yeah. all got their heads down. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is as well... I is, feel bad, you know, I've... Sorry, Bob. Crack on, mate. Crack on, Bob. Uh, so I was going to say, I feel bad, you know. I feel bad for Dak. And the reason I feel bad for him is he would have won you. If he would have won yesterday, he, if mm-hmm. I think if it was in his hands... The call to plays, they would have won. I think he would have said, we're going for it, guys. We're going to get this. He's, he's rock solid like that. And uh, But unfortunately, uh, they had to listen to, you know, the clapper himself. You know what I think they should actually do is, uh, you guys have heard of clap on lights. They should just get clappers and they have a little clap clap and they when they you know when they leave the stadium they clap their hands when the jason garrett leaves they clap his hand they clap his hands and uh i think they just need to install clappers all throughout it so jason garrett just completely stops that that's my two cents (laughs) (laughs) uh just uh i think chris richard should come in he's popular the team like him he's good he's 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 a member. The defense love him. He's best mates with bloody um, oh, what's he called? Um, our oh, ex seal that we got off the Pats recently. Uh, Bennett. my brain's gone. Michael Bennett. Bennett. His best mates with Michael Bennett. Everyone loves and respects him. He's a good young up and coming dude. He's gonna be a head coach sometime. Let's fuck it. Let's just do it now. Let's just do it. Like Garrett. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't think Garrett's as bad as as, as he always gets called. Um. But I think you've, you, the, the, when you have a job, you've got to prove yourself. And he is currently, in, I think the, I think he's the fifth or the sixth longest-serving coach, and he's got the worst record by a country fucking mile. Oh, uh, absolutely! You are one hundred percent right. 
I think yeah. he's got, I think it's, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I might be wrong, but I think he's obviously no Super Bowl wins and I think two playoff wins and everyone else has at least one Super Bowl win. Yeah, the, um, I think I think there's there should be three playoff wins. Um, but yeah, he has he has a, he has a very good well a, he has a fairly good regular season yeah. record. Um, it's it's not a bad regular season record win loss, but yeah, the playoff one yeah. isn't a good one. He he just he he seems to be the type of coach that in close games when good teams should win. He can't pull it out. He cannot coach a, a, a win. And yeah. when when the key, when the team is good anyway, and it's just just firing on all cylinders and off it goes. I think it's almost like right. I've got it in cruise control. I'm good. But yeah. but when it's when it's too close, I think it, it all becomes too much for me. Just get he's just out coached. Yeah. Yeah. I think basically under Garrett, we've become Arsenal. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. I, I think I think um, I, I preferred the the not not for the the team I like, but I preferred the Liverpool um, lightness a bit more. Um, up, well, yeah, well, up, up yeah, until this we season, used to be great. We now we're to... trying to be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, we're, we're we're just failing at it. Well, the, the the Cowboys are a nine and two team with talent, but they got a two and nine coaching staff and Jason Garrett, so that's why they're six and five. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, it's true. It's so true. I, I can still let's put it this way: I, if if you remember last week, Rob Ben, week before we said I yeah. said that the Patriots is the only loss we're having for the rest of yeah. the season. You sticking by that? that? So I'm still right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are currently still right. That is true. I uh, looking at the rest of the season, the Patriots was going to be our, our only loss, and we were going to win the rest of them. And I'm still yeah. right. Well, I'm not wrong. But unfortunately, true. I said we lose to the Patriots and the Bills. Uh, the Bills we're not, we're next not week. We're going to lose to the Bills. I hope I hope I'm wrong. And, and, well, if Jason I, Garrett has anything to do with it, we'll figure out a way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think with the Bills, the Bills is going to be one of those games where Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving, the the world is watching. I think they're just gonna they're they're gonna go out there, they're gonna have fun, and I think the Bills with Josh Allen are just gonna struggle to move on that defense. I I can't see them. I can't see them through. The the Bills defense looked good at the start of the season, but then it kind of got found out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, here's here's um here's a good question then. Before the Bills game, do you think we will still have Jason Garrett as coach? Yes. Go to Bill for this one. Do you? Yes. Robert, yeah. Robert, do you think we'll still have Garrett as head coach against the Bills? Yes, and if he doesn't win that game, I'd like to see his head roll down the field I, I by think, Demarcus Lawrence. I think he will be on a <laughs> he he will have a turkey drumstick shoved up his ass by Demarcus Lawrence <laughs> on uh, Thanksgiving I, night I, if it's a Jason Garrett reason why they haven't won that game. I don't think he'll be coach. I think with everything that Jerry said now, the player's clearly not happy. Dak's clearly not happy. Zeke's clearly not happy. Um, I think that the players are going to revolt this week and Jerry's going to fuck him off. And I think that's going to happen this week. 
I think I think uh, there definitely needs to be a locker room presence to get them all together. I agree, but I don't think I think Jerry's a bit too wise to say why chop off. You know why when we're at the at the top and we're still at the top, why risk it? Yeah, but we're only at the top because the Eagles had an absolute howler. Um, and let's be honest, um, we've had this conversation. For the last four weeks, and I changed, so I changed my have, mind by a week. <laughs> it's all yeah, it's all good having having that locker room, that locker room talk to get through it. But if what we've been saying, they're doing it every week. They've got to be getting tired. They've got to be getting angry. Something has to change. If coaching is genuinely the reason why we're losing three out of the four games by you know four points or less then something needs to change. Did, the players did, aren't happy, the fans ain't happy, and finally, Jerry has come out and said he's not fucking happy. Did you ever, it's watch, gonna did you ever watch Hard Knocks on Prime when it when it had the, the All or Nothing? Uh, not Hard Knocks, All or Nothing on Prime when it had the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch what Jason Garrett did? Because I still can't remember what he actually did. <laughs> he just... <laughs> Basically, just sat in that boardroom, just chattering bollocks and saying we need to be better. I think, basically I think that what was it. And then he kind of, he kind of, everyone's had that manager that sort of sits at a table and tells people what someone else has told him to tell them, and tries to tries to to, to <laughs> lord it up as if he's in charge. And that seemed to be Jason Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, he's gonna be there. He's gonna be there for the Bills game. And he's only gone if we lose that Bills game. If we lose the Bills game, I think he's gone. But other than that, he's going to keep... He's, his contract comes up at the end of this year. It doesn't make sense to to void that contract until the end of the year. It's not It's not a problem. What you could do is just put him on gardening leave, maybe, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but who are you getting after that? I, I think, right, you can bring... Like we said... you. Chris Richard could end, could end up looking after it. You can you can uh, um, Keenan Allen's still going to be um, sorry. Callum Moore is still going to be Keenan Allen. Callum Moore is still going to be calling the plays. Rob, well, Rob, I mean, well, who, what I'm thinking is, I mean, with the with how great Jason Garrett's been, we could probably go get a guy who works at McDonald's and do just the same. Get Ronald. It'd be too hard to replace him. Get the hamburger. No. We'll get more interceptions. <laughs> well, instead of having Garrett clapping, we could just get Justin Timberlake and he can sing oh, I'm loving it every time we lose a game. <laughs> um no, you know what, right? Here we go. Galatia's crazy prediction coming at you right now. Garrett goes. Chris Richard steps up for a little bit. Then week after next, after the Bills games. Chris goes back to where he was, and Tony Romo comes in. No, as <laughs> no, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. And I'll give you two reasons. Well, no, Jason two reasons into the why... Corona commercials. Yeah, well, I'll give you two reasons why it's not gonna happen. One, Tony Romo's not done any coaching enough to be a head coach. Two, Tony Romo will get paid more to be on ESPN. He can pretty much yeah. call which game he wants now. He'll get yeah, paid yeah. more to be on ESPN. Then yeah. CBS, CBS is on, isn't it? 
He'll get yeah. I, I also don't think it would be a good decision, but at the same time, I'd just love to fucking see it. That's I know, but I don't, wanna, I don't wanna I want to hate the man. <laughs> I want Momo back at the start. Like, if he hadn't have been injury-bound, he'd been one of the... He'd probably won a Super Bowl, in my opinion. I just love Romo and I want him back. That's all it is. No actual real reasons to it. There, there was there was reports recently. I think was it Nick Saban that said if he was going to play, he was going to coach the NFL. He was going to coach the Cowboys. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think I think it was Nick Saban, or it was um, who's the guy at Oklahoma at the moment, Rob? Oh, uh, I I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. Oh, that's gonna annoy me. Uh, one, one of the, one of the. It was, I think it might have been Nick Saban. Um, basically said, if I'm going anywhere, I'm going to, to the, um, to the Cowboys. If I coach the NFL, and I think I did it. Someone about a college coach saying that, actually, yeah, that that was about about four or five weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know who it was though. I don't, I don't. I don't really know my college football. I'll be honest. So I'm going to shut up. Can I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, who, who's who have you got for the Bills then? What's what's going on with this one? Are we going to win? Do you think after that performance we're going to take the Bills? Yeah, but only by by three to. You're shaking four. your head for all those in Audio Land. You, Benny's shaking his head while saying yes. No, like we are. I just it's not going to be by much. It's going to be by three or four. We will either win that game by a few points or. Or the Bills will absolutely annihilate us because Cole Beasley will turn up just to fucking rub our noses in it. Coops will have a terrible day. Gallup will have a terrible day. And out of nowhere, Beasley will get four fucking touchdowns just because we support the Dallas Cowboys and that's the way the fucking cookie crumbles. <laughs> I'm a bit worried about John Brown in that game. John Brown's fast and I don't think we have anyone that can cover him properly. No. That's, that's one thing that Byron Jones loses. He loses speed. Chidobi Awuzie has got the speed, but he hasn't got the the, um, the the sort of roots. Whereas it's the other way around with Byron Jones. He's just not got the speed. Yeah. What we could do is here's a wild here's a wild callback for a player. We bring back Des Bryant and make him a damn safety. Dude, there, there was some guy on the specials team that was called Bryant. Eighty three. He was the guy that fucked up the punt the third time. Because um, he couldn't work out. Because that punt was genius, by the way. When when the punt team are looking and they go, there's no one down there to receive this. And then obviously someone just kind of went, that means there's someone else in this box that's just going to hit me hard. <laughs> Time out and they, they, got, they got cold. And then they did it again. And then number 83, who's called Brian, and, and I really wish that Jerry Jones should have just given him 88. Um, <laughs> was was stood on the on the on the uh, on the line being a gunner for this punt with no one marking him and no one downfield to sort of take the ball off and he's like he stood there going what do I do and then just as they're calling it he had to run he decides to run into the to get the, to try and get the man that's loose and obviously it was a legal formation <laughs> fair play to Belichick for trying it out. But yeah, that that guy that guy was Brian. Maybe that was Des Bryant in disguise, fucking things up for us again. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't put it past Belichick. Admittedly, it's a not not a good disguise coming in disguise and putting your own name on your jersey, but just changing a number. <laughs> to be fair though, if anybody would genuinely try that as a tactic, it's Des fucking Bryant. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, I've changed the number. They won't know it's me. <laughs> oh, I've done well. I haven't crossed my arms in front of my T-shirt. They don't know it's me. <laughs> yup. Fuck it out. Oh, fuck that's Brian prick. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. When you said, you know, we should bring back, um, I was counting down the seconds till you said T.O., Robert. But well done <laughs> somebody else, mate. <laughs> well done, pal. Well done. <laughs> oh man right um okay so oh, we, yeah um as anybody can listening can tell this we're all just tired and exhausted um from supporting a team that we love dearly um and uh one one game with the cowboys makes a season of the kardashians look like the fucking weather <laughs> report um there's, there's more, no, more ups and downs yes mate oh <laughs> flipping it Right, and it's just ridiculous. So we talked about that. Bills are coming. Are we all saying we're going to beat the Bills? We're going to beat the Bills. I'm going to beat the Bills convincingly. Uh, yeah, I how are we going to be? Um, I think we're going to find a way to win, but we're going to start the game out negative two because of some bonehead penalty. That's you know we'll probably be we'll be down on our own ten yard line, and we'll throw we'll we'll throw the ball. To, I don't know whoever whoever just is an idiot. Doesn't catch it. Pick the ball back up. Get tackled in the end zone, and then we'll start out with we'll, we'll start out by giving them a safety, and then somehow we'll probably you know give ourselves a safety. Like we'll run in, run out, and tackle ourselves, or some goofy ass shit like that. And we'll go down to negative two, and I'm not sure if that even works, or we give the points to the other team. What how that how that plays out. So we'll probably start off extra shitty like we usually do because everybody's got their head up their ass. And uh, I think we're going to come up. We'll probably win by a point. And uh, I don't know how that's going to manage. They get a point. Maybe it's 14 to 13. Yeah, that's probably what it'll be 14, 13. We'll have two touchdowns. They'll have a touchdown and two field goals. And Oh, actually, we'll have to score more because we'll have the negative points we started out with. So, however that plays out, we'll win, but it will be ugly. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see us, like, in the opening five minutes getting, like, a penalty on, like, something ridiculous be made up, like, a penalty, a 20-yard penalty on Robert Quinn just because he looks too good on the field today. But if we can it like that, won't it? Oh, Robert Quinn's just done his man in a second penalty. You're just looking too beasty, mate. You weren't meant to have this good a season power off your fuck. Well, that's just where it's going to be, isn't it? I, I have to say, I'm loving our D-line at the moment because, like, Martellus, Mar- Michael Bennett's there with his T-shirt down to his knees sticking out of his jersey, and it's not the right <laughs> colour. And then Quinn is there with his... He's uh, sort of he's almost ripped the sleeves off, so he's, yeah. he's he's walking around with no sleeves on, and it's just like Christ. It looks like a bad boy band from the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out, guys. I figured out the penalty. I figured it's out the penalty no, you're going to call no, us. I figured no, it out. It's Black Street. No diggity, no <laughs> doubt. Oh, I like the way you work it. No diggity. You get it. Sorry. What were you saying about it? <laughs> no, I, I've, I've compl- I think I figured out the penalty they're going to call on us. They're going to call the penalty on Michael Bennett for having his shoulder pads too small. 
illegal oh. shoulder pads. Ah. That's yeah. what it's going to be. And yeah. be, it will be like a 15-yard penalty, loss of down, and he'll have to sit the play out. Yeah, because he does wear different shoulder pads, doesn't he? And yes. He doesn't, know, he doesn't wear shoulder pads. They're, they're, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have proper shoulder pads on at all because he doesn't want the offensive lineman to be able to get under the sh- shoulder pads and lift him. So he just doesn't wear them. There, there is there's something there protecting him, yeah, but, no, not, but not I a lot. Thought was, I thought it was kicker shoulder pads he had. He, like, it is a shoulder pad, but it's no. It's not... he, he doesn't have them. He, he's, he's it's it's less of a shoulder pad than a defensive lineman should wear. He doesn't like the idea that an offensive lineman can pick him up by shoulder pads. So he, take, he it, took, took them out. So, so what has he got? Is it Twinkies? Has <laughs> <laughs> he just got Twinkies under there? Is that what it is? He's, That's what he's, probably, a, got, he's probably got, he's probably got women's bras. I think, I think he's, because he's from a 90s boy band, he's got his sleeve rolled up with a cigarette packet underneath one. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> so you're pack under one and a folded bandana under the other. <laughs> and a picture of his high school sweetheart. Actually, I think that's a, that's a Vietnam veteran, isn't it? Man of a money of a money of a man. Oh, brilliant. So, do you know what, though? Of all the ridiculous calls that can actually happen, oh, Robert, I think you've nailed that. I, mm. I, I think you've nailed that. I think. I, if there's a stupid call that hasn't been called for the season that could be called, it will be that. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I am gonna um I'm gonna chirp in on this one then. I'm gonna say that we beat the Bills thirty-four seventeen. But but we are given a penalty for inadvertent whistle. Now, <laughs> there is a play there is a there is a rule in the NFL rule book called an inadvertent whistle whereby the referee has accidentally blown the whistle to stop the play and therefore the this play has to stop regardless of what's happening because the refs accidentally inadvertently blown a whistle that could that, be it that happens that could be it. and because it's happened we lose 15 yards yeah <laughs> yeah any other team, it would have been just, you know, redo redo play. Cowboys, it's an automatic 15-yard loss. Yeah. It'd be just... I, I think there's the, the, the referee would just, just call it and go, uh, the penalty on the play is inadvertent whistle uh, by the referee. Uh, 15 yards penalty to the Cowboys because... He probably wouldn't do it in such an English accent. <laughs> And then, and then, and then, what will happen is Jason Garrett will throw the challenge flag, and then it will be a penalty you can't challenge, and you'll get a penalty on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. To be to be fair, does everyone remember last year when when there was that um, uh, the chains had to come out to check to check the, uh, the whether the ball was at a first down position. And the, the referee, I can't remember what his name was, was like, oh, it's very close, but I can't guess. So he got a card, folded the oh, card over. Yeah, was, oh, that's slid, right. Slid it in the middle and went, it didn't touch the ball, so it's not a first down. Oh, no, I couldn't fit the <laughs> card in. He couldn't get the card in between it. So he went, yeah, that's a first down. Was, I do remember but, that. But that was like, hilarious. He, he folded the card over. If it had done it one side, it might have been all right. Yeah, that was ridiculous. 
<laughs> now did that did that help us or did that yeah yeah screw we, got, us? we got the first down based on that nice i can't remember we, who, have, we have to have more creative against. refs like that that was an important game as well was it against the seahawks in the playoffs it couldn't have been playoffs well it wasn't the playoffs it was uh, i think that might have been the 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 uh eagles game last year the Maybe. same thing when the when the thing bounced off of amari uh, cooper's shoe into his hands oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think that was Oh, yes. Yeah, so, so we can't always slag the referees off because because he clearly was on our side that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's because it's because it's probably because Jerry wrote a bigger check to the ref squad than the other team's coach. I'm fairly certain Jerry can afford a bigger check than Robert Kraft. Maybe maybe Robert Kraft spent most of his money on in the whorehouse that week. Yeah, no. <laughs> when Robert Kraft went to the whorehouse, he took the fucking referees. That's what I want. Did did <laughs> did anyone carrying on the slagging off the 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 Patriots? Did anyone see Gronk at the halftime show on ESPN with Boomer and and all those? And Terry he's Bradshaw? an idiot. You know he, what? You, you know you know why they won because they practice. He was. Right. He was. It was bad. It wasn't. He was. I thought I'd go. He looked like he was. He looked like the stereotypical. 80s actor who's off his face on something and he's still trying to play a normal lead role. He looked like Corey Feldman in pretty much every film after The Goonies. I, 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 I think Gronk last night looked like a butch lesbian who dressed up for a first date. <laughs> he, he, he looked like Charlie Sheen from five years ago had been working out. And it was winning still. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell he was thinking, man. Like, Grant's usually on point. He should just come out looking like he always does. Hang on, what was that, Rob? <laughs> oh, I was just saying Gronk should have just come out like he always does instead of trying to dress up and be all goofy and should just be him. And it was like, what are you trying to do, man? You're not, you're, you're not a Harvard professional. You're not an analyst. You're an American football player with a few Super Bowl rings. I'm, Act your part. Don't be somebody else. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure he's an analyst, but he's certainly the first syllable. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there would be a three-second drop then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... Oh, he, he looked. Oh, he looked like Action Man. Like, <laughs> he looked like Dolph Lundgren if he'd been in a car crash. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it was. It was the combo, It was the most awkward thing I've ever seen. It, and I've had a mirror in my bedroom once. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it looked like somebody uh, put a golf ball on top of a Pez dispenser. Like, I'm going to keep going with these. These are just coming to me now. I'm involved. I'm involved. And it just, and it just looked so uncomfortable. And the thing is, right, uh, taking the piss out of Gronk and how he looked, all things aside, apart from the fact Gronk's a pat, we've said this before, all of us have said this, Gronk's one of the few Patriots that we all think is a fucking legend. He's a great player. He's funny. He loves getting fucked up, and he loves shagging porn stars. I mean, what's not to love about him? The exactly. Guy's not but last night, he, I, 
He looked like the high school bully who'd had to go around and be sensible for a prom date. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. Like, God damn. He, and that, did you see that bit when they cut in in the two-minute warning? And him and, um, I can't remember what he's called, the old old player, old legend, were there Very throwing a ball to each other. Bradshaw, that's it. Him and Bradshaw were there throwing a ball to each other. And the sound had cut out. And it just looked like the most awkward, like, stepson, stepfather ball game while, the <laughs> fucking, while their missuses get changed in the bathroom and they're trying to make conversation. It just looked awkward as fuck. And then it got to the actual bit and it was like, no, it's not getting any better. Here we are with a guy who looks like he's just failed to get in the military. Fucking babbling bollocks. Yeah, he, he... He he wasn't very um, natural in front of the cameras. He wasn't very natural doing it. And he's got a weird face now. I don't know if he's lost weight, but he looks like they've tried to make a realistic-looking action man and put it really close to a fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought he looked a little off. I he, I don't know. I just I didn't get it. And his comments were were okay. I know he was trying to be entertaining and. He should he should you know probably just stay off the analyst group of people, but because he's a great guy, like we just said, he seems like one of the most level headed dudes, a cool guy to watch, whatever. But uh, he was making comments that would make John Madden look like a brilliant man. I mean, John Madden would sit up and say games, "Oh yeah, the team that scores the most points at the end of the game uh, usually wins." Well. What do you mean they usually win? That's kind of how it works. You have the most points, you win. You know, the, the Patriots, you know, they go out there and they practice. They practice with the hose. They practice outside. We got Belichick throwing water on everything. I mean, they just practice. The, the They're pa- ready for the everything. Patriots, it's like The Patriots do everything with hose. Right, guys. We're going around in circles, as fun as it is. We're just talking <laughs> smack about the Patriots. This has probably been the least informative and helpful episode we've done. We've talked a little bit about the game. It was basically talked shit. And it is fun. And I could keep doing this for ages. But um, the show's nearly been an hour. And my housemate has just messaged me to shut the fuck up because she's trying to go to sleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to so, give a quick shout out to Frank Gore. For uh, for becoming yeah. third total um, highest NFL uh, rushing yards, uh, well yeah, done to that man there. Just not doing it by by just major skill, but just pure longevity. Yeah, and just smash out, uh, mate. Frank Gore's a hero because he's just he's he just don't give up. He's like a bull. He doesn't always get the most yards, but he's always there. He's always hitting stuff and he's always punching stuff. Um, and he's not the greatest running back, but he's probably the one with the most. Uh, the most guts and guile and he just don't really give a shit, does he? I think he'll still be playing in the league when he's 70. I think there's a three, oh, there'll be three more years left in him. Easy. Easy. It's yeah, long, yeah. It's a long way to go to number two, though. Yeah, and I'd like to I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, Larry Norton, Weedham Boys. You always listen to my podcast and uh, he's the guy with the Dallas with me. So, yeah, we, we watch the games almost every week together. Just not this week. Just didn't work out, but uh, yeah. So thanks for listening, man. Well, I, I 
while we're doing this, actually, I'd just like to give a little shout out to um, all the Pats fans who have been giving me constant abuse. Um, and the reason I'm shouting you out is, as well as you winning by a, by, by cheating yet again, um, you're giving me constant abuse. You just give me more and more reasons to validate my absolute and utter hatred for you. Um, and this is even the ones who are my close friends. Um, Rakim, you're a very good friend of mine. Um, Adam, you're a very good friend of mine. Um, but may I say, fuck you both. Um, and I hope your team's burn in hell for all of eternity. Ad- Adam's, not called Adam- <laughs> Adam's not called Adam Price, is he? <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately not. No, he's Adam Hepke and he's a twin and his twin brother's a Raiders fan. And when the Raiders, we're in a group chat together, and when the Raiders lost to the lost to the Jets like thirty four three, it was one of the funniest things because he was he was at he was at work and he just came back to check on his phone, and we'd all been talking about how the Raiders were getting smashed. And he comes to check on his phone, and he just puts it. He just puts, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> and then straight away, I am with the diehard diehard quote. Welcome to the party, pal. All <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, we're gonna have to sign off. Um, thank you for listening. Remember, UK uh, Cowboys Podcast group on Facebook. Uh, we have a page. Please come and find us. So it's not group. It's UK Dallas Cowboys Podcast. Find a page on Facebook. Um, at 10 Cowboys on Twitter. Please get up and follow us on there. Um, thank you for listening. Um, and as always, we'll be here next week to discuss the, uh, the bills um, and hopefully the fact that Cole Beasley has broken both his legs. Um, and happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving oh, yeah. for Thursday. Oh, happy Black Friday. I'm going to get me a new coat. <laughs> and, and when you go and listen to this podcast, follow, like, share it with a Patriots fan because they'll think that they're going to get us crying. Well, really, we're just slagging them off. Yeah. Oh. And I'll tell you what, if they want to keep listening week after week, even when the Patriots have a bye week, we still manage to slag them off because it's what we fucking do. Right. And absolute just, pleasure, guys. Just before we go... Any, any viewers that were expecting Dave from First and Ten to be on here like we said he was going to be on? Unfortunately, we asked yeah. him. He was too busy laughing. Yeah, too busy laughing. And also, uh, I, I I thought we probably shouldn't get him on because if he'd have got on, there's a chance we'd have fallen out and he does the editing for the podcast. So I think that's probably a terrible idea. Yes. <laughs> Much love, Dave. Shout out, bruv. Your team is shit. Right, peace out, guys. Um, see you, see you next week. Pleasure. Good night, all.